Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 Goon Squad. What's good? What's Gucci? Welcome in, everybody. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy here on a Tuesday, December 31st, New Year's Eve, if you will. And oh, hi, Ariel. <laughs> Ariel just joined the studio with us. Um, tonight, we will head into 2020. And of course, alongside me, we have Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz to talk about and see what they're doing tonight. I'm sure they're going to some party or something. I'm, I'm an old man. I probably won't do anything, but it is New Year's Eve. So get strapped up. Tomorrow we're off. We'll be back on Thursday. Talk some playoffs, NFL playoffs, fantasy football, year in review. Maybe pat ourselves on the back for a little, you know, a little while because, uh, made some right calls, made some wrong calls. You know how it goes. Welcome to the Sports Grid Network. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. How you doing today, brother? Happy New Year. What are you doing tonight? Happy- Happy New Year, Chris, everybody. Uh, I, I can't believe tomorrow's 2020 already. It's just, man, I, I remember as a kid thinking the year 2020 was so far away. Now yeah. it's less than 24 hours. Just it's crazy. Like, it's like it's um, like Blade Runner, you know? Like Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what you I'm still waiting for the damn flying cars. So yeah. <laughs> you know, we're supposed to have flying cars by now. I want a flying car, damn it. I know. We're way um, behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my big New Year's Eve celebration is huge as it is every year. I get four of my friends come over and we play poker. <laughs> um, and nice. usually that lasts till about three or four o'clock in the morning. And, you know, whatever happens after that happens, we never know. <laughs> I love that. Honestly, you just gave me an idea. Because tonight I was going to do nothing. I mean, we were going to, me and my girl, we were going to go maybe to her parents' house, her sister's house, blah, blah, blah. Boring, boring, boring. How about I just drive out to AC tonight and go to, uh, the Borgata, and I play some cash games at the poker table. That's a great idea. Thank you, Taz. That's what I'm doing tonight. And I'll you know, ha- The only problem with all of that, Chris? Yes. First of all, everything down there is going to be ultra expensive. Second of all, yep. you're going to hit a lot of traffic, traffic. on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't even know if it's worth it, to be honest, for that. And you, well, you don't have three or four friends that are doing nothing that might want to come over and play some nickel-dime quarter poker and just have a little fun? Maybe, but the problem is everybody wants to do things at their own house. Uh, you know, I know one of my friends is having a party. Everybody's having their own little house party thing. Nobody wants to go to the city. That's a disaster. You're right. The traffic. I might just go right after work. Uh, go home, change, bring a little bag, bring my girl. We out. Uh, maybe get there by like seven, eight o'clock. Gamble all night. That might work. Yeah, that might work. What are you doing, George? George Kurtz, my man. How you feeling? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys, and to everybody out there. Uh, tonight will be a quiet night for me as well. My wife's working. She's a nurse, so she's out. Oh. Uh, and I'll be here with the kids. Uh, I'm a hockey guy. There's a truckload of hockey games tonight. My niece said she might come by, and she does. She wants to watch uh, uh, the old Star Wars, so the originals, uh, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, nice. and Return of the Jedi, as she's just seen the, uh, the newer versions. And to tell you the truth, I don't mind that. If she does indeed come by, doesn't cancel out, I wouldn't mind watching the Star Wars. My daughters will like that, too. So uh, get a fire going here, and I'll be watching on the big screen the Star Wars and on the little screens some hockey. I like that. I like that, too. I actually watched A New Hope the other day for the first time in a long time. Great movie. The original three are great. I wouldn't mind that either, watching all three of the originals again. I also like episode one. That would take a really long time, watching those three movies. (laughs) 
I like Jar-Jar episode one Banks? a lot. Are you kidding me? That's I don't like Jar Jar Binks. I love Darth Maul and the and the double lightsaber fight between Obi Wan, Qui Gon Jinn, and Darth Maul. I think is the best lightsaber fight or battle in general in the Star Wars franchise in the history. I would I'd agree, but man, I can't take yeah. Jar Jar. That to me, that's I know Jar Jar's so annoying. You're right, <laughs> he is. Well, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there that think that Jar Jar was really the. Uh, the evil emperor. Yeah. <laughs> is that really true? Are. There's been a lot of fan fiction written about it that, you know, if you really you know, dissect everything he was involved in, yeah. that he was the one who was ultimately pulling all the strings. I wouldn't doubt it. And he played stupid the whole time. Um, exactly. Kind of like the theory of my favorite character, Boba Fett, and how he didn't get eaten by the pit monster. He actually knifed his way out of the pit monster, and he's still alive, Boba Fett. I don't know how true that is. That must have came on after that because he died in Return of the Jedi. I, I, spoilers. I hope nobody gets mad at me about spoilers. This is a really old movie. You shouldn't it's be mad about it. 35-year-old year, spoiler. <laughs> I mean, people still get mad about that stuff. I, I, I heard uh, somebody got mad about Soprano spoilers. And years ago. I mean, come on. I've had this discussion with, uh, with friends. What is the appropriate amount of time where it, I don't care about spoilers anymore? When, you, you know, it's all right. A month? You know, nah. two months? I'll give it I a year. Anything. No, it's not. If you can't get around to watching something in a year, that's on you. That's I don't true. I, I'd you say it. I say when it comes to some form of free TV. Some form of free TV. No, I, I think you need more of a definite clarification. Yeah. When it comes, who's going to know that? The date. I think it's a month. Maybe two. I'd give you two. Yeah. After that, I don't want to hear about it. Oh, if you can't get to it in two months, I mean, what am I going to do? That's your problem, yeah. I got, I got to ask you all the time, have you, <laughs> have you seen this? Sopranos. What did that end? 15 years ago? And I got to worry about this? Yeah, you know who was talking about this? It's funny. It was actually Michael K-, uh, K on the Michael K show. And he was talking about it with the guys, and he spoiled Sopranos ending, and somebody called out flipping out on him. And this was not too long ago. I'm talking about like three or four months ago. So, and they were arguing about this for about an hour on a sports show. So there you go. We're talking about Star Wars and we're talking about HBO shows. Uh, haven't talked any bit of football yet, but that's fine. It's the first I just segment. I got Game of Thrones still. I'm going to watch all that at once again. Yeah. You haven't watched that? No, I've seen it, but uh, uh, someone got me the DVD set for Christmas. Uh, and now awesome. I'm going to watch it all at once because, you know, with that show, man, I needed a pen, paper, and a write down. Yeah, exactly. Notes. Couldn't watch anything else, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I had to watch that alone and pay attention. So now. I'm hoping to maybe have a week where I can just binge it all, and I'll I'll catch things I didn't catch. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. And you have to turn everything else off. Oh, yeah. I agree. Got to kick the kids out. Get out of here. Yeah. You, you really need complete focus Dogs for that and show. Cats, they gotta go. Heck, even I move. I even moved the fish tank. They just gurgle too much. Yeah. Annoying. Too much noise. Uh, no, you're right. You gotta focus for that show. I mean, there's probably like 70 characters alone. Uh, characters, sixteen different storylines. You know, speaking of fish, my my friend had a big as a big fish tank. I guess that's what Jim's talking about. And I guess he didn't have a cover on it. And we're hanging out. They were playing poker. The damn thing flipped out and jumped and got on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Scared the crap out of me, man. You must like have liked it. your hands <laughs> while you're playing poker. That's funny. Oh, I can't wait to play some poker. You got me amped, Jim. All right, we'll be right back. Fantasy football frenzy on a New Year's Eve special. We'll talk some football, I promise. Be right back after this. What's good? 
NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With ATT in car Wi Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Yeah. Welcome back. Shout out Chris Kofsky in the pit. Killing it with the music today. Alex Paisano and the rest of the crew. Welcome back, Fancy Football Frenzy, where you can catch us every day, Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Sports Grid Network, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stir. Zumo TV Channel 719, Pluto TV Channel 517, wherever you guys can watch or listen to podcasts, streams, we are there. I'm still working on my Plut- Plutonese. It's a tough language. The Plutonese? Is that, yeah. is that how you say it? It's, Plutonese? It's a tough language, yeah. <laughs> I would like a to... Of, a lot of different sounds in it, yes. I would, I, I would one day, I would like to be alive for the day that we meet some other, you know, form of life and see what they sound like. I would, I would Haven't love to live Greg for that. Sussman yet? <laughs> Luckily, he's not here today. Do you hear that? <laughs> I will be on I was the waiting for him to pop up on the headset. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now he's enjoying uh, margaritas down in Florida, I believe. Down oh, good in for him. West Palm Beach or something. You know what I'm saying? So there you go, right there. Football news. All I got for you Ron Rivera, hired by the uh, Washington Redskins, head coach. Good hire, George Kurtz. What do you think about this? Well, they, uh, they needed somebody in Washington who was going to change that culture, right? Uh, fix a lot of things that are broken there. I think it is a good hire, a good veteran coach. I don't, you know, Gabe's been going on and on about uh, Rivera, about how if he's the best we have out there, you know, there's some trouble here. He's yeah. not wrong about that. You know, I think Rivera's a good, solid coach. He's not Bill Belichick or any of the, the greats of uh, years past, but I think he may have been the best veteran coach out there, and I think that's what the Redskins need. I don't think they can go for another 
uh, you know, the, the ho-hum guy. They needed somebody that was going to fix things. I think that may be his number one job. Fix the culture, fix, the, you know, structure. Get that settled down. And then you can go there for the football team itself. Uh, but who are they going to hire at GM? You know, is, is Rivera going to be do that hire? Or is it really going to be somebody who works for Rivera, not the other way around? Right. So it's, it's interesting. But, yeah, I do like the hire. Okay. There you go right there. I mean, yeah, I think he's – I don't know if he's the, the, the best coach on the market. I, I don't know if I would say that, but I feel like he is one of the best. I mean, who else is out there, right? Matt Rule, who coached up Temple and Baylor to winning teams in college. I always get a little college. sketched out. It doesn't always, yeah, it doesn't always transfer. That's the problem. Sometimes it does. Sometimes Pete Carroll. It, it depends on the guy. Pete Carroll became a, a great NFL head coach, and he started as a, co- a college coach. Actually, wasn't he college, NFL, college, NFL, Pete Carroll? Or am I wrong about that? Oh, man. I feel like he went back and forth, Pete Carroll. You're making this adult brain work hard today. Yeah, um, I'm making it work. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right, but, man, I, I – couldn't be sure. He's a great coach, though, P. Carroll. Um, the yeah, one yard line, year, once not. the years have passed, I forget about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tried to outdo himself with that one. I mean, that's what yeah, coaches do. He has doing. issues at the one yard. Yeah. I mean, it's happened now this year at the end of the season. It cost them the number one seed uh, and cost them a lot, quite frankly. Cause, you it know, cost them more in the Super Bowl, but hey, that's just me. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I Look, sure, it, they didn't get the home field. But that's okay because they were playing better on the road than they were at home anyway. Road Warriors, um, and they, you know, they have a, a nice, uh, nice matchup against the Eagles this week. I thought that too. Theoretically, they didn't lose anything other than a home game against San Fran. Yeah, right. right. That's what that's what's going to happen. They're going to play San Fran on the road in uh, the divisional round, assuming things go the way we uh, we think it's they should go. But then again, maybe the Eagles. I mean, I don't know what the, how the Eagles are winning games. I mean, they have eighteen thousand injuries. They're, pull, they're literally pulling guys off the streets. And they're still beating people, so maybe maybe they can upset the Seahawks. Seahawks have injuries of their own too. I wouldn't be I, surprised. I, I think it's going to be come either. down to the last man standing on the field in this game because <laughs> their injuries are bored. Both of these teams, you're right. And I don't think it's a guarantee either way for these teams. You know, I mean, right now I think they have uh, the Seahawks favorite at minus one and a half on the road, which you know I I, I get it. To me, that's still almost a pick 'em game. Yeah. Yeah, minus one and a half Seahawks on the road. Uh, that's the, that's the thing. If I'm, it, I'm not betting it. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't I touch agree. it. Either. <laughs> if Seattle was home, I would I, I would think Seattle wins the game. Yeah, but what Jim said is true. Seattle's played better on the road all year. I know, but the atmosphere in the playoffs, Seattle's one of the toughest didn't places to play. Didn't do any good last week. It didn't. You're right. I mean, they almost won the game. They it almost won. Teams are finally starting to learn how to deal with that heavy crowd noise. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's hand signals, you know. I, they're they're going to make mistakes with it from time to time, but you know, most of the time you can make those hand signals work. This is a battle between two teams that I said before. Their quarterbacks pretty much carried the way and led them to the playoffs. I mean, obviously Seattle had a great run game with Chris Carson, but Russell Wilson's the guy who got the job done and got those big wins when it counted in the end of games. Philadelphia Eagles lost all their wide receivers. Philadelphia Eagles were getting torched through the air on defense. But Carson Wentz had a pretty good year. I heard, I saw Dana Ovzlovsky, uh, ex backup, uh, quarterback or a lot of different teams. I think the Lions, uh, Denver maybe, but he said that he thinks, uh, he was the most, imp- the second most impressive quarterback uh, of the year. 
behind Lamar Jackson quietly because of all the weapons he lost. And it's true, he had 27 touchdowns, seven picks. That's a pretty damn good year. Uh, I mean, I and think he, he carries his team. games. Yeah. He can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, he stayed healthy. And and he didn't really have much of a running game most of the season. I, I mean, Howard was okay. He had a couple good games. Yeah, had some good and games. And then, it, you know, Sanders at the end turned it up until, of course, he got hurt. Right. Um, and then Boston Scott went freaking nuts. Um, <laughs> so, it, you know, it's – I agree with you. I think Wentz had a really good season. And when they had to step up, they did. Yeah, they did. They did it when it counted, and this is the matchup we got. So, yeah, I don't know if I want to touch it, but let's say Seattle wins that game. I would think Seattle wins the game. Minnesota, New Orleans, everybody's saying New Orleans. I think they're way too heavily underdogged here. Plus eight. Here's the question. What's going on? New Orleans at home. I know, it's tough in that dome. I get it. Well, it's at home. Kirk Cousins doesn't usually play well in big games. That's what people are looking at here. What's up? It's not a Monday night. What's up with Dalvin Cook? I suspect he'll play. Yeah, that's what they're saying now. They expect him to play. But at what level he's going to be at is anyone's guess. Right. And we won't know until we see him. Right. So They're not going to tell you. And they'll probably have Madison back, too. I assume that as well. He was real close to being able to play last week, and then they held him out. So he should be back as well this week. So they should have all three of their backs. Right. They had their time to rest. They didn't need the game meant nothing last week for them. So if you get both these running backs back. Now, I don't know what this line opened at, but I don't think it was too different from what it is now at plus eight Minnesota. But just for the fact that Dalvin Cook is going to play and not hopefully be limited, I would move that line. I mean, but I guess it's the public that moves the line. But personally, that line would go from plus eight to plus five for me. I think Dalvin Cook makes that big of a difference uh, in this game against New Orleans. I know Mike Boone went off last week, but this Vikings team can run. It's unlikely Cook will be at full strength. Mm-hmm. I, he just doesn't have enough rent. I guess it's going to take months for that shoulder to heal. Something's wrong, and he keeps missing this time every time he gets dinged on it hard. Mm-hmm. And there's no guarantee he makes it through this entire game. Right. You know, everybody knows where the injury is. They're going to be targeting it. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> they will be. And even if they weren't targeting, it could happen by accident. I mean, a, sh- a running back leads with his head slashed shoulders. He's going to get hit there. And the question is, will he get hit? I guess a, a bunch of hits that take its toll or one big hit take its toll. I, uh, you, you can make a bet on whether or not he finishes this game. Yeah. Another. A lot of people, we got the, uh, the full time fantasy, um, playoff drafts going right now. So I just got the ADP from them and they're, you know, Right now, Dalvin Cook is going off as the eighth running back off the board for the playoffs. So they're not either they're not expecting much for him from him, or they're not expecting much from Minnesota. Interesting, very interesting. You know what I find to be interesting too? I wonder if, first of all, I wish you could bet this, and I'm sure you can, George. I'm sure you can tell me. You may have to look for it, but you can bet it. (laughs) Uh, Officiating in this playoffs now, with the officiating being so horrible throughout the season. And obviously in the playoffs last year, uh, and then you had New Orleans, you know, basically getting screwed because of officiating. I wonder if you could bet if the officials will screw up a call uh, in the game New Orleans versus Minnesota or any any game for that matter. Uh, I, I would bet. bet they will make mistakes. I know. And there will be a big one, I think, in this game. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. There's pressure. All right. We'll be right back. Fantasy football frenzy. On New Year's Eve, get on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you're just plain doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Back to you, Chris. Oh, yes. There you go right there. Welcome back. That Fantasy mute button is a president. killer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know if that was my mute button, but uh, shout out to the pit. They're doing a good job, though. It's been hectic. The holidays are always hectic. Let's put it that way. Um, I was going to say this. Now I've, I lost my train of thought. And they, a lot of NHL games tonight. Make sure... Play DFS. You go to DailyRoto.com. Check it out, all right? Sports Grid. There's games now. There's a reason why my uh, setup is here in the uh, the main part, so I can watch the games. I yeah. might have a wager or two, Mr. Day. Maybe. <laughs> you have a wager? One I can either confirm one or deny. gambler there for George. <laughs> there you go, right there. Uh, I do have three open bets on the Super Bowl that I bet like a month ago. That I was going to tell you guys, but then uh, I think Jim Day told us something. And this is what they are. Let me just tell you. This was on February. No, excuse me. This was on placed on December 6th. Okay. I put $150 down on the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl to win $5,000. Nice. I think that's not a bad bet. Um, 
San Francisco is going to happen, but hey, they're they're there. Right. And yeah, it, really, they at least they're in contention at this point. Right, right. This was before, you know, they were guaranteed yeah, right. anything. I get it. Um San Francisco 49ers plus 700 put 150 to win 1000, a little over 1000, 1050. And then the Houston Texans who I liked all season. Uh we did the preseason things. I had the Vikings over the Texans Super Bowl, which is still a possibility, but very unlikely. Um so I have the Texans plus twenty five hundred, hundred dollars to win twenty five hundred. Which yeah, I, I like highly those doubt. odds better than the San Francisco odds. Ten to one odds when you're talking Super Bowl before the season starts. Yeah, that's that's a rough number to put hundred and fifty bucks on. Well, well for who? Forty ers Well, just for the payoff. Well, yeah, you know, no, you're not really getting enough of a payoff by taking the 49ers there. You're basically getting ten to one. Great. Yeah, yeah. I, I would want the bigger numbers, like you, you did with Buffalo and and Houston, uh, yeah, and Houston. Especially when San Fran wasn't a big, they weren't even though most people didn't even think that they'd make the playoffs more than the Super Bowl. As far as you only got ten to one. No, no, this because yeah, this really, was this was on December sixth. I placed this. Oh, oh, on oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's why. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking you did this preseason. I'm if like, I did Whoa. that preseason, then I, I'm a genius. I mean, I picked them to make the playoffs. I didn't think they'd be this good, number one seed. I had to pick one favorite. I knew the Bills and the Texans no, weren't no, going to be favorites. I get that, but if it was preseason, like George said, the odds should have been oh, yeah. so much better. It probably would have been one of the best odds on the board. I mean, I don't think anyone expected San Fran to go anywhere, uh, but there you go right there. I mean, there are some still decent bets out there uh, on on the book, you know, on the sports book. So if you There's want to pick... always decent bets out there. Like New England. Until the games are played. Yeah, until the games are played in retrospect, of course. Um, so, yeah, I wonder if there's pressure on these officials to get these calls right, especially when it comes to New course, Orleans. I bet it creeps into are. their mind. When they, especially, of course, of, course, yeah. of course there are. I guarantee you there are. The problem is this. They're going to screw up. Now, I, whenever it comes to an officiated game, I can always understand that they're going to make some mistakes. I mm. get it. You know, I, I ref the hockey games myself. And I don't want to make any errors, but I, I get it. You're going to make some mistakes. The problem is you can't make the... The glaring ones that you make you think, were you watching? Were you paying it? What are you doing? Or is this fixed? So that's, you know, I tried to stay away from that. I really hope. Right. I, listen, I am not going to put my head in the sand and tell you, oh, there's never been a game fixed. That's bull. I guarantee you there have been games fixed. No doubt in my lifetime. But I you really yeah. hope that's not it. But you, you wonder what's going on here. Uh, I mean, Gabe was well, what, complaining on uh, earlier today on Twitter because Tony Corrente is going to do the Buffalo Bills game. And I guess Corrente's a bad ref, or maybe he's bad towards the Bills. I, I can't remember exactly what the gist of his thing is. But the first thing that came to my mind is, you know, everyone, all eight teams are going to be able to complain this weekend about bad officiating. Why? I, I, said to go say, I, I don't think the officials are biased against one team. It's because they suck. They just suck. They're bad. So they're going to make uh, idiotic mistakes. So I don't know if it's because the older you are, you can't, you can't see, you can't pay attention. Yeah. You're just guessing or whatever yeah. it is. But it, uh, spotting on the football is a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know that that's seven sixty-year-old guys running thirty yards from the sidelines to try to spot a football <laughs> is idiotic. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's that's nuts. We have technology to do that now. And it's it's you. crazy we don't use it. It's just crazy. The NFL does. Oh, it costs too much. You're a gazillion-dollar industry. It does not cost that much for you to do this. It's it's just so okay. The, I, I think I the NFL wanna, likes that we I, complain. I want to throw one thing, and I do think they're of the mind that any discussion about NFL is better than no discussion. Um, so they're doing that. But, you know, I, I do want to back off a little bit on the rest because I don't really think it's so much their fault, all, especially when it comes to pass interference. And that's what I'm really talking about here. 
when it comes to pass interference, I can't blame it really on the refs at this point because they're not even sure what the heck to call or not call anymore. You know, I, I think it's really come down to nobody on that field mm. understands how pass interference should be called, including the refs. And that comes down from the guys that, you know, make the rule changes, all that. Everything they've done to this point with pass interference has been wrong. Yeah. You know what, guys? If you're going to mess it up this much, just throw it out the, the books and let the guys go out there and fight it out down the field. Mm. You know, if, if you got a guy just flat out running through a receiver, not looking for the ball, and you don't call pass interference, they review it, and they still don't call pass interference, then just take it out of the freaking books. Right. Right. They made it too convoluted, uh, these calls, because you got five-yard uh What's it called? What's the what's the penalty called when when you bump someone p- past five yards? Illegal contact. Illegal contact. Illegal yeah. contact. You have which is before the pass. After the pass, you got pass interference. Now there could be so many different kinds of pass interferences, though. Like there used to be. I feel like they used to always call screening when like a a cornerback would just put his hands up and not look for the ball and just block the receivers. That used to be illegal if you waved your hands. Now. Right now it's not. They never call it anymore. I don't think it, well, it's not illegal anymore. They why? Take it off the books. Well, why should it be? Why is waving my hands and true. not touching you? Why is that illegal? I never understood that. Why can't I do that? Because you're not looking, it, it really you're comes down to whether or not the ball. he's looking for the ball. But I'm not touching you just, either. I think they all have to be looking for the ball. I don't, if I'm not touching you, I should be able to do whatever I want. Now, here's the thing. If I want, if I want to do jumping jacks out there, yeah. I should be able to do jumping jacks. George is right in the sense that, first of all, there's way too many things going against cornerbacks. These days, well, that's, that's that's the game. They want they want points on the board, right? So just to have that, we'll g- give him that. You know, like the screening thing. You're cu- in a way you're right. Like you know, you don't really if you're not touching the guy, you're making a play. Yeah, you don't, don't have to look at the ball. That can yeah, possibly be illegal if you're not touching the. But guy. But it used Come to on. be. That's why it was a stupid. Yes. It was a stupid rule. Um, but there's rules like that, and then there's obviously flagrant pass interference, and then there's there's ones that are just like you know little nicks. Uh, There's pass interference on every pass play. That's what I mean. Yeah, How is a cornerback supposed to stay with a guy? Both ways. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, impossible. Yeah, Jim's right. And by the way, Jim's right. It's both ways, by the way. And yeah. the receiver's pushing off all Michael Irvin made a career of doing that. <laughs> yeah, he really I mean, he just, he just knew how to do it when you keep it inside. You don't go like this. You keep it inside and push the guy. It's harder to see for the refs. You know, and I, listen, once again, I can tell you as a ref, I'm not going to call every penalty I see anyway. I'm just not going to call every one. It slows the, I want to get out of there, too. Yeah. All right. And apparently stole the game. I guarantee you refs are doing that. You're looking for a certain degree. You know, I always told myself, I'm not calling a penalty unless my hand goes up in the air and I can't stop it. And I think that's the way officiating should go. Don't call the penalty unless you're reaching for the flag and throwing the flag and you can't stop yourself. Mm-hmm. Other than that, let it go. Let them play. Because if, if you're doing it automatically by instinct, that means it was so obvious you couldn't, you know, you couldn't stop it. If you have to stop and think about it, well, you know, Jim sort of pushed off from there. You know, then, then let it go. And let it go. Let it's it better to be play. lenient yes. than to be too strict. Call the obvious stuff. Don't let the let the uh, uh, let, take, uh, let let them play. Take it out of the books entirely and screw it. Let them fight it off down God. the field, and then it becomes NFL blitz. Yeah. You realize? <laughs> I, I'm sure you guys didn't see the play. I'm watching the uh, Green Bay Packers Detroit Lions on Sunday, and uh, I, I forget who the receiver was. From, it was a nobody, but he made a move, and the, uh, the cornerback for Green Bay fell down. It was about the third quarter. Cornerback mm-hmm. for Green Bay fell down, and as he was falling down. He did the smartest thing. He tackled the receiver. Yeah. You know, he took the penalty because that was a touchdown. That's a small penalty. Yeah. He died. It was a great penalty because it was a touchdown. Probably would have won the game for Detroit. And he tackled the guy. 
you know, and I, but I kept thinking for those guys who want, you know, oh, just make it a 15 yard penalty, not a spot of the foul. You can't do that because you're going to have more guys doing that. When in doubt, tackle the guy, take the 15 yard. Really right. That's why you need a flagrant and then you need a, you know, oh, a regular God. one. You need one that's spot of the they foul. You can't even call one now. You want to right. try and get them to that, call that's a two? Nightmare. But you got to make it simple. You just got to make it simple. It's not simple. That's the problem. Right. If it's blatant, it's a spot of the foul. But that's the problem. Automatic with first down. Jim Day's definition of blatant, Chris Venture's definition of blatant, and my definition of blatant are all going to be different. Yeah, but I mean. Both of yours are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's, like you said, if it's borderline and you nick, the guy got nicked or whatever, then it's, you know, a 10 yard penalty or whatever, you know, 15 maybe, whatever you want to do. But you're right. I mean, somebody in the New Orleans game, when Greg, George Kittle caught the ball that he was trucking everybody and, you know, he basically won the game for them at the end there. That face mask was a great play because it, I don't think if he didn't get that face mask and bring him down there, he was going to the end zone. He was probably. going down anyway. Right. Take the penalty. Yeah. So take the penalty. I mean, you know, they were in range anyway. He was going to get a touchdown. So I hope they take this replay review thing off the books this year. It didn't work. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, get rid of it. Uh, don't don't yeah, put another really. decision in the coach's hands. And you're not calling it anyway. You're not going to over. For the most part, you're not overturning it. Yeah, and even when you get under the under two minutes thing, that game Sunday night, how do they not review that play? Right. <laughs> that guy who has, I mean, that was a joke. Joke. Yeah, well, let's hope they get it right in this playoffs. Uh, co- they won't. No, they won't. Uh, co- coaching news, uh, Mike McCarthy expected to interview. This was this morning with the Giants this weekend. I hope not. Oh. I don't like McCarthy, man. Garrett, you guys got Garrett. He's all yours. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. One more segment after you, this. George. For 2019, last segment of 2019 on the Frenzy, Boon Squad. Be right back. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal 
and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Not exactly my cup of tea, Chris, uh, born in the USA, but I'll take it. I'm sure someone on this program likes it. Probably my favorite Springsteen song. Back when people knew how to write music. Wow. Wow. Shots fired. The entire music industry by Jim Day. He just burned the entire music. uh, This this is a good tune. This is my favorite song by, uh, by Bruce. By Bruce. That's uh, your favorite? Oh, I got a few others. I like. Yeah, I'm not a huge. I like him, Jim. I like him, but he he'd be like top forty for me of uh, artists. Yeah, he's not top ten. He is a bit no. of a dick in real life. Is he? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I do. He you is. met him? You're neck of the woods, right, Jersey boy? Take, yeah, take my word for it. He is. <laughs> oh man, so that must have been disappointing. Sorry. Yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Some people are like that, you know. Uh, great I, band, though. Definitely a great band. Yeah. No, they were good. I mean, they're not, to me, like, you know, Pink Floyd or God, no. Led Zeppelin. or You know, those are top ten. Beatles. Trying to think of some others. Who, Doors, go on and on. Doors, yeah, I love the Doors. Queen. Queen, yeah. I don't know if I'd buy, and shout out to uh, the Kings. I mean, Kiss was good, but I don't think Kiss was that good. I think the Kiss reason. was just different. They were just that, a that stage was the thing. Yeah. You know, they were the first real big stage act as opposed to just a rock concert. Right. They wore costumes and, you know, yeah, they fire going off, explosions happening right. all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, they brought that first big, you know, stage, stage presence. Show. And, yeah, right. They're top 30, top 40 to me, too. I'm not a – they have some tunes I like. I've got a couple of their CDs, but I'm not a huge – I mean, my favorite band is Genesis, which probably tells you a Bill lot. Bill Collins. Uh, yes. yes. Bill Collins. I, I, I go back to Peter Gabriel when he was there, uh, and then Collins took over after Gabriel left. But uh, and I, I prefer Collins more than Gabriel. Yeah. It's funny. I prefer Collins over Gabriel as far as Genesis, but I prefer Gabriel's solo stuff more than Collins. Really? Collins' I mean, solo career is great, I mean, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, Coming in the Air Tonight, uh, Take Me Home, yeah. uh, I Don't Care. Those are great tunes, but overall, I like Gabriel's solo stuff better. But Collins is better as a lead singer for Genesis than Gabriel was. <laughs> it's funny. I, I actually took a class with the uh, with the audio engineer that produced uh, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, a guy by the name of Richard Dysinger, uh, back when I went to a school in New York called the Center for the Media Arts. He was our uh, one of our audio engineering teachers, and uh, that, that was he had some cool stories about those days about Phil Collins. I was yeah, like, <laughs> just, yeah, that whole studio session, and yeah, how yeah. how tight Phil is when he when he's working, <laughs> and how loose he is when he gets out from behind the microphone. Yeah, people There's nothing uh, like driving on a highway at night alone when you can do like 80, 85 to that song. Mm, love that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> that know, I ever do that to any police officers out there on the LIE. <laughs> I always drive 55. But uh, yeah, that that song uh, definitely can make the hair on my the hair on the back of my neck stand up. That is a great uh, song. I mean, millennials probably don't really know. And that, I mean, I know that's crazy. They don't really know much about Phil Collins. But if I'm sure for me, it just reminds me of American Psycho, Christian Bale, because all he listened to was Phil Collins and Genesis, and he was just out of his mind. Uh, that's that's what Phil Collins brings to me. I'm not a millennial though, but I don't know how many millennials one of, know. Phil one of Collins. my favorite albums is that and then there were three yes i love that album i gotta look it up i don't know which songs are on that that's that's an old one but I, i've got that as well there you go right there. i still have it on vinyl george <laughs> oh that i love the fact you have all these vinyls man. i have that vinyls is, too that is fantastic for anybody who grew up with that though that is just fantastic that jim still has those oh, it worked money all the time i you keep them in good shape i play cds these days do you keep them in good shape? Because they're worth money. Oh, yeah, they're they're in excellent yeah. shape. Are you kidding me? I, I'm a freaking, yeah, I'm a freaking nut. I'm the only one who can handle them. Nobody <laughs> else can touch my freaking records. Good, good. Um, Yeah, I, 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 yeah. You could my turn that into a gold mine. says I take better care of them than I do of her, but she, <laughs> she's lying. Yes, she's clearly <laughs> joking, I would hope. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> she is clearly joking. <laughs> she is the freaking queen of this house. <laughs> I might come over and play poker with you tonight. I'm I'm, dying. I'm just itching to play poker now. Um, so what do you think of this? Mike McCarthy. George, I'm going to tell you right now, I think Mike McCarthy it wasn't that good of a coach at Green Bay. I mean, he won one Super Bowl with the Packers. Uh, what he, he worked under, as a coordinator, he worked under Hol, Holgram? Mike Holgram? Oh, yeah, for a while. Yeah. While, right? It was a good, really good coach first time, but I just, I just think he was just a little too vanilla in his play calling. Yeah. How do you not win more Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers at the helm? How do you not give that guy a defense in all those years he was coaching Green Bay? Well, he couldn't not, I mean, that you could say that about so many coaches. I mean, for years, they the were saying that about Peyton Manning. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Saints. Yeah. Right. Saints couldn't do it. They all have one Super Bowl. The defense isn't on McCarthy. That's on the GM. Right, uh, he's he's an offensive coach, and he doesn't hire the players. Right, that's the GM there. So I don't know if I'm going to blame that on him. I might blame that he didn't get it enough out of Rodgers, you know, because he was very. Uh, I mean, Rodgers says he wasn't creative. I mean, I mean, Gabe uh, brought up last night. Do I want McCarthy going to Dallas? Well, no, no, because once again, that was what Dallas's boon was, right? Not being creative. I don't, I don't want McCarthy going there. No, you have the same problem. I think McCarthy's going to Carolina. If I had to guess, uh, I, McCarthy, Carolina, rule to the Giants, McDaniel's to Cleveland. And I said, and Gabe got mad because I wouldn't give him a name for Dallas because I think Dallas hires an unknown. That that's what Jerry Jones does. Yeah, an unknown that he can control with the puppet, somebody we haven't talked about yet. So in other words, a coordinator. And he said Jerry said he doesn't want to hire a college coach. So that knocks off those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, unless uh, Jerry just you know, gets some sense knocked into him, then uh, maybe he can hire one of the top college coaches. I wouldn't mind seeing Matt Rule go to Dallas. Yeah, but, I uh, think he's probably. Probably going to hire the, the best high school coach in, in Texas. <laughs> the best he jokes, high school He's probably coach. not that far yeah, off. Yeah, I know. You're right. That's because crazy. Any, anybody like that will have to secede to Jerry. You want, the, you want to coach the Cowboys? Well, then I want to be able to do this, have my conferences, be involved in the meetings. Da, 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 da. He hires somebody with, you know, with talent, with, who's strong there. He, no, no. I think Bill Parcells, when he came to Dallas, oh, yeah, you can have your news conferences at the end of every game. Get the hell out of here. You yeah. want to be in a meeting? Get the hell out of here. I feel like Jerry Jones. Like I feel like Jerry Jones is slowly becoming Al Davis. You know, 
Well, that's his mentor. I think Jerry Jones is quickly becoming a joke. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Al Davis. Al Davis was, is a legend, and then he became a joke. But you do you realize that's not. A, realize, I wasn't but, making yeah. a joke. Al Davis is Jerry Jones's mentor. Yeah. yeah. So there you have it. I mean, they like the I, limelight. I, I'd like to see what would happen with Dallas if they let Stephen Jones take over the football. <laughs> really, really, just take Jerry no, out of any decision making and see what Stephen can do. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since Dallas has really done anything. You know, long for Jerry Jones to keep saying he all he wants to do is win, right? Because I mean, he's not doing what he needs to do to win. Exactly. And out of all the coaches out there right now, I'm with you, George. I think Matt Rule. I'd rather have over everybody else. I don't want a coffee. I don't. McDaniel's actually. I take McDaniel's. I I don't like what he's doing, man. Yeah, he he's did not last great. Year with the Colts and doing that, I mean, that's swarmy. You know, mm-hmm. I I really don't like that. So I think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I don't know. If, I I just I don't know. He's to me swarmy, slimy. I don't kind of like that. Yeah, right. But he in terms of. What coaches you want that to help your, your football team? I think McDaniel's and Rule might be the best because Rule, you don't know what you're going to get. He's brought these programs from college back, but I like that unknown because maybe he could really do something with the Giants and be creative. You know what you're going to get don't with know McCarthy. What you're get with Daniels either. I mean, you just don't. As a head coach, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's head coached what once? Denver. Denver. They turned down Indy. He could have had other jobs too, but he's turned them down. Yeah. So, and with Denver. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. Uh, so, you know, you, and then you got Matt LaFleur. Uh, I mean, Matt LaFleur's brother. Yeah. Mike LaFleur. <laughs> the Browns are interested in getting their own LaFleur. Cleveland Browns expect to interview 49ers passing, passing game coordinator Mike LaFleur. Uh, would that interest Alice or, or the Giants at all, you think? Or maybe. To be honest, I really don't know that much about the man. I can't say. I mean, yeah, because be it's Shanahan. That would be an unknown. I hate when they take the guys that are under the head coach uh, that are doing a great job, like always taking the Patriots with coordinators. Yes. It doesn't work out like that. Like, it's Belichick. You know what I mean? Like, here it's Shanahan. It doesn't mean if you take LaFleur Le- Le now, Mike LaFleur, that, you know, he's going to change your football team around. Like, I don't like the coordinator thing unless they do something, you know, extremely outstanding. Look, uh, none of this is guaranteed no matter what you do. And this is why sometimes, you know, we've talked about this the last couple of days and, and, you know, I'm going to beat it to death. Sometimes you have to let the coach grow with the team. You have right. to let him say, if you keep changing every one or two years and keep changing, nothing's ever going to get done. And that's why lightning in a bottle for one year. And then you're going to see what Sean McVay like did this year. He was he was the man last year. Oh my God! Look what he oh did one of the best offense. new coaches. Yep. And then this year it's like okay, well, what happened to that offense? Um, and it's just like ever ever since that great big Monday night football game, this offense has not been the same. They still went nine and seven, mind you. Nine and seven, but th- this was a team that was supposed to you know just be leaps and bound above above pretty much everybody else in that division, right? And, uh, I mean, but McVeigh, I still think, is a great coach. I think the league caught up to him a little bit. You got to be innovative, and you also have to adjust, uh, just like everyone else in sports. You know, people are going to learn your game, uh, and they're going to be on top of it. And you have to adjust, and you have to basically innovate it, make something new of it. Uh, I like what the Jaguars did to you, to you guys' point about saying, keeping your coach, giving him a chance. Jaguars, 
decided to give Doug Marone uh, at least one more season. So, and yeah, I, I think, I think want, that was a they good wanted call. to see they want to see what Marone and company can do without Coughlin. Coughlin right. was the over overbearing, you know, shadow strict. on that whole organization, yeah. strict, you know, his garbage. So uh, <laughs> they give you another chance. I think they realize Marone's a pretty. I think Marone's a pretty damn good coach. And if he went someplace else, he might have success there. And now Adam Schefter's reporting that uh, apparently the Browns and John Dorsey are leaning towards parting ways, for whatever that means for a new GM there. So uh, make sure wonder will they hire a GM first and then a coach, oh, wow. or vice versa. They're going. So uh, they get rid of their GM now too. They're leaning. It's not. It's not definite. They're okay. leaning towards parting ways. To use his words. The Browns are so trigger happy. Damn. Well, they keep they keep hiring garbage though. Yeah. I mean, you know, Hitchens wasn't Jim, a great hire. Yeah. But Jim is right. He's a, I think. I mean, if I was an owner, I would absolutely do with Jim. If I believe in my hire, you know, if I hired Chris Venture to coach my team, I'm leaving you in for a couple of years, at least you two. Know, I, unless unless you prove to be a moron, you can't handle the media. The you know the team is turned on something like that. I guess. But other than that, if it's just everything's on the field, I gotta let you grow into a job and see what you can do. Yeah. You know, I think two years is probably not enough either. I probably think you need three or four actually to truly be able to judge your work. Right. Before I decide, all right, Chris is, is can't do it. I got to fire him. We got to find somebody else. I think you have to leave guys in. Yeah, it's, it's it's football. It's a team game. It takes a while to learn the system. It's not baseball where you pitch, you hit. It's right. an individual game. You know, in football, you need team. You need teamwork. You need the system to catch on. I might need it if I hire Chris. I might need to get players for you right. to fit that system, and that might take a couple of years. Exactly. It's like you. It's a. 11 guys on defense, 11 guys on offense, choreographing all these different plays and then executing it during game time. I mean, that's very difficult to manage. You're talking about a 53-man roster here. Uh, and, you know, everybody has their own job uh, and they have to execute that. And then you have teams that don't have the talent to do that. That's why I think what jo John Gruden did is impressive with his team. But you look at the best teams and their coaches have been there forever. The Saints, Peyton's been there forever. Uh, you know, Steelers, Tomlin. Uh, I will say this. Where's Jack Del Rio? ESPN. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I like I Jack Del Rio. Remember which network. <laughs> I, I like Jack Del Rio. Well, Del Rio actually just tweeted out today that he'll be back. Oh. That means this year, go. next year, whatever. When he tweeted out, he'll He's be back. He's going to Dallas. I hope he goes to the Giants. Already I want to know Jack Del Rio. He's hard-nosed. I like that. All right. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I'm gonna miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. The great coach, though, P. Carroll. Um, the yeah, one yard line, he's once not. the years have passed, I forget about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tried to outdo himself with that one. I mean, that's what he had, coaches he had do. Issues at the one yard. Yeah, I mean, it's happened now this year at the end of the season. It cost them the number one seed, uh, and cost them a lot, quite frankly, because. It no. cost them more in the Super Bowl, but hey, that's just me. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I Look, sure, it, they didn't get the home field, but that's okay because they were playing better on the road than they were at home anyway. Road Warriors. Um, and they, you know, they have a, a nice uh, nice matchup against the Eagles this week. I thought that too. Theoretically, they didn't lose anything other than a home game against San Fran. Yeah, right. right. That's what's, that's what's going to happen. They're going to play San Fran on the road in, uh, in the divisional round, assuming things go the way we uh, – we think Spence. they should go. But then again, maybe the Eagles, I mean, I don't know what the, how the Eagles are winning games. I mean, they have 18,000 injuries. They're, pull, they're literally pulling guys off the streets, and they're still beating people. <laughs> so maybe maybe they can upset the Seahawks. Seahawks have injuries of their own, too. I wouldn't be I, surprised. I, I, I think it's <laughs> going to come down to last man standing on the field in this game because <laughs> there are injuries on board both of these teams. You're right. And I don't think it's a guarantee either way for these teams. You know, I mean, right now I think they have uh, – the Seahawks favorite at minus one and a half on the road, which, you know, I, I, I get it. To me, that's still almost a pick them game. Yeah. Yeah. Minus one and a half Seahawks on the road. Uh, that's, the, that's the thing. If I'm, they, I'm not betting it. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't I touch agree. it. Me either. <laughs> if Seattle was home, I would, I, I would think Seattle wins the game. Yeah. But what Jim said is true. Seattle's played better on the road all year. I know, but the atmosphere in the playoffs, Seattle's one of the toughest Didn't places do to play. Good last week. It didn't. You're right. I mean, they almost won the game. They it's almost won. Teams are finally starting to learn how to deal with that heavy crowd noise. Yeah. yeah. Everything's hand signals. You know, I, they're, they're going to make mistakes with it from time to time. But, you know, most of the time you can make those hand signals work. This is a battle between two teams that I said before. Their quarterbacks pretty much carried the way and led them to the playoffs. I mean, obviously Seattle had a great run game with Chris Carson. But Russell Wilson's the guy who got the job done and got those big wins when it counted in the end of games. 
Philadelphia Eagles lost all their wide receivers. Philadelphia Eagles were getting torched through the air on defense. But Carson Wentz had a pretty good year. I heard I saw Dana Ovzlovsky, uh, ex-backup uh, quarterback for a lot of different teams. I think the Lions, uh, Denver maybe. But he said that he thinks uh, he was the most imp- the second most impressive quarterback uh, of the year behind Lamar Jackson, quietly, because of all the weapons he lost. And it's true, he had 27 touchdowns, 7 picks. That's a pretty damn good year. 